0: Hey there, it's me Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. Thank you so much for being here. Let's talk about selling, and more importantly, how to make more sales. If you are looking for three or more ways for you to make more sales online, or in your retail business, or whatever you got going on, get a pen get a paper you're going to really want to dive into what I've got to share with you and it's only going to be available to you after this short break. And we're back okay let's dive into this if this is your very first time listening welcome 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 so glad you're here make sure that you hit that subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode you'll be able to receive it lickety split. And those of you who have been listening, I am giving you a high five up, down and sideways and twirling around and jumping up and down. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you tell your homies, your community, let's grow this community. I can't do it well, without you. And be sure to like, comment and share this podcast if this has really been beneficial to you. Everything that I'm going to be talking to you about is going to be included in my course, Sales Superstar. Sales Superstar is your six week course to becoming an awesome performer. And it doesn't matter if you are a coach, consultant, course creator, digital marketer, whatever you are. If you got to make some sales, you got to meet some quotas, you are going to want to love this. Sales Superstar is only going to be available. Check out the show notes below, the link below, and you'll be able to access that. Now let's get into this. But before I get into it, some of my my details, I wanna just explain something that I think it's known, but it's not really expressed. And it's, that, and it's this, first and foremost, that I'm assuming for each and every person that is listening to this, you're not just in this just to pay your bills, I am only talking with people who are completely on fire and dedicated to transforming their community with their gifts and talents and doing work that they really enjoy. The reason why I see so many entrepreneurs sizzle and burn out super fast is because they are doing work that is completely misaligned with their interests, their values, and just who they are and if you are just in it to make a quick buck then you're gonna fizzle out and I don't want you to just think that you can white knuckle it or you can be able to force your way into making more money doing work that you hate and just thinking to yourself that this is just a temporary thing until you can find something better if you are not liking what you're doing I want to highly encourage you to get out as soon as possible and transition into something that you like. If you need help or support, again, I'm always here to to talk with you. you can send me a message at helloanddenisegealie.com. We can talk about it. But this conversation that I'm having with you is making the assumption that you are full on in love with what you're doing because everything that I'm I'm going to be sharing with you is predicated on the need of the desire to help and your skills and abilities to actually help them. Because without those two things marrying together, it's a recipe for failure. I've seen so many people that are not doing what they love and they grow resentful and they go bitter and they force others into contracts and projects and other things that are completely misaligned because the salesperson or the business person was just looking to meet their sales quota for the month or trying to make their sales. And when you dishonor your own integrity with yourself, it tends to have some very nasty consequences in terms of you deal with people that you don't like, you Find yourself compromising in other areas, not just in your professional life but your personal life. Again, make sure that you're doing what you love to do, and if you can't do that for whatever reason, at least have the ability to do apprenticeship and something that you do love, in order for you or study or get some other skill set or do do something that will help you find that proper alignment. Because I've seen too many people waste years of their lives doing stuff that is not meant for them. It wasn't designed for them. And I don't want that to happen to you at all. Okay. Now let's get into it. Number one is educate, not sell. And I have that as number one because I see this blunder doing all the time. Imagine you are getting married, are, are attending a very important function and you are really scared and you're anxious about making sure that whatever piece of a formal tire, a suit or dress or whatever you're choosing to wear fits good. And you're online and you're looking for a perfect place that had the type of clothing and the the design and the fabrics that you like. And imagine you walk in and you're nervous and you're feeling apprehensive and you're just trying to figure out whether or not you made the right decision and you're feeling scared about whether or not you are even the appropriate body tie for the clothing that's being sold for that at that clothing store company, and the salesman comes up to you and they say, "Hey, I got something for sale fifty percent off seventy percent off, ninety percent off here come here, I' short on time. If you buy this, you can get ten percent off your next purchase. Here's a coupon, want a credit card, here's ten dollars off your next offer uh book right now, and you can get a new credit card and and they're just like going five thousand miles per hour talking about all the ways that they can get you to spend their money your money as fast as possible." How would you feel if someone approached you that way? I don't know about you, but I would feel pretty crappy and I wouldn't want to be around anyone that would make me feel as if I was just a number to help meet their quota and make a sale or I was just someone that they could use to obtain their goal. And here's the thing, people are much smarter then we leave them to be. I think for whatever reason, a lot of us who are in sales think that somehow we're just so smart and we've got figured out and we know exactly the wants and the needs of our buyers. But the fact of the matter is we don't because I'm assuming, my, at least me and, and probably you, we're not mind readers. We have no idea what's going on in the mind of our prospective customer. And I just want to make something really clear that most people who are seeking your service, they're scared. They're super scared because odds are they've been burned by very sleazy, underhanded people who were just trying to sell stuff that wasn't even a good fit for them. Or it, it probably wasn't really useful for what their, their needs were. I'll never forget this. And I on, on to this day, my husband and I, this was a couple of years ago, we were looking to buy a new home. This was true. Or the lease of our rental um, was up and we were looking to buy a new home in Texas. And we went to this one company and the salesman was completely different than none other. He explained about the wood that goes into the cabinet trees, why that certain cabinets were angled in certain ways, and how to, there's three things that he mentioned in terms of how to look for a new home, about the location, the build time, and about the proximity to schools. And it was such an enlightening experience to have someone so focused on educating me and informing me it was empowering and even I i must admit even though I never did my husband and I never did pursue buying a home with this particular builder that salesman really left a strong positive imprint on my mind so much so that when we were actually thinking about um, inquiring a little bit more we found out that from the builder that that particular salesman was a top salesman and he was being moved to a different location. But that's that's something I really want you to think about. When you are talking with prospective clients, are you focusing on educating them or focusing on making the close? And again, there is ways for you to educate in a way that really informs while evaluating how serious they are when I say they, meaning your prospective customer is on making a purchase in their actual decision making um, and where they are in the customer journey experience. Again, check out my show notes below and check out Valiant Superstar if you wanted to know about the psychology, about why people choose to look for information at different stages of the customer journey process. Basically, the customer journey process is that process from inquiry to Uh, making the sale to advocating on your business. There's a lot of those things in between and how to guide people. And if you're interested in learning about how to do that effectively, I want you to check out Sales Superstar. You can find it only in the show notes below. But getting back to this conversation about education, I don't think that education has been really pushed hard enough because I see so many people just trying to make that rush of that, that sale. And I understand for some of you guys, you your rent has been due like last week <laughs> and the credit card company is hounding you about your other stuff. But if you really want to make a success in your community, you have to put your own personal issues and your own pressures aside and focus on what they need. And literally put yourself in their shoes and say, if I was them and I was looking for something that I sell, what would be really most helpful for me? And provide value and ask for nothing in return. And this process is always about, this This process isn't about us, it's about them. For example, instead of scheduling a follow-up meeting, you could offer to conduct an audit on their digital media presence and get back to them with your findings in a week and keep it casual. Remember that it's a conversation. Try to stay natural and not salesy. Meaning, again, we're focusing on learning about who they are and their interests, and seeing if there's an alignment with what what you offer and what what they need. Okay. Now, number two is make it easy for your ideal audience to understand your material. I was having a conversation with a. perspective a client the other day and she said something that just I'm still thinking about it right now she said I was on your website Denise and I found your website very user-friendly and I'm still kind of just kind of mulling over which um her words because I wrote I, I the first draft the first iteration of my website was done by a copywriter and I I since then I've had some edits I I wrote my own copy myself and I wrote it from a a standpoint of if I really wanted to improve not just my mindset but improve my business and I wanted somewhere that felt friendly and safe and warm and inviting and non-intimidating and not using a bunch of big fancy words but something where everything was very clean and easy to understand learning more about me what i do my process and how to reach me and what i can offer and i didn't want i didn't want to make it so vague and confusing where some people have these cloaked uh meanings where try my dagger system and all this other stuff where the dagger has is abbreviated for all these other stuff. I wanted it to be something where like, oh, I tr- I truly get Denise's value proposition. I know exactly what Denise is saying and what she can offer. And she makes it really easy for me to contact her because I wanted to make the outreach effort as frictionless as possible. And now I have to ask you, are you making your process, discovery process for prospective clients or customers to find you, are you making it easy for them to understand what you do, how you do it, why you do it, and what to expect? Again, how, why, what? is so important and if you have to write that down on a piece of paper write it down flesh it out and i want to make sure that all of those elements are included and not just your website your visual presence online but as well as, as well as when you communicate with prospective clients, because again, they are, they're confused, they're lost, they're scared, they're just looking for information and they want to feel as if you are knowledgeable and that you can help them and you can make the process feel so much safer and easier if you make it emphatically clear about how it is to interact with you in a very safe easy way. That's what I mean when I say make it easy for your ideal audience to understand. We're not appealing to everybody. We're only appealing to the people that most need our help. Okay. And actually, that brings me to a, another subject on this aligned with that is offer specific solutions for specific people. And again, I dive deeper in my sales superstar program about how to construct that those offers. But let's just talk about an, an overview this is the way it was explained to me by my first business coach. And I still, I love it so much that I just repeat it to to everybody, (laughs) including you right now. And this is how it goes. Now, imagine your ideal client is marooned on Island A, okay? They have no paddle, they have no boat, they have no way to get to Island B, where they really want to go. Now, It just so happens that you have boat creating materials, or perhaps you can create, you can um, taxi them directly to Island B. Or perhaps you have a service that can hire someone else to take them to Island B from Island A. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's only offering specific. Solutions for a specific set of people from where they are, island A to island B. Now, how you create the solution is all dependent on who you want to target and why you want to target. Certain people are do it yourselfers, the IKEA shoppers. They're the people who say, nah, I'm a va- I'm value sensitive, I'm a value conscious, budget friendly i really want to save its costs as much as possible i want to do it myself i don't care if it's going to take me an afternoon i'll just sip a um sip a drink and listen to some music in the background while building a shelf or a bookcase or whatever i'll do it myself i don't care and then some people are saying hey look i know ikea stuff is going to fall apart in the next two years i don't want that stuff i want something that's not too expensive but I don't want to build that stuff for myself. And then the last ones are people who are saying, I want custom. I like spending the money. I'm going to hold on to this for quite another time. Or I have particular tastes and needs. I want something that involves a little bit more sophistication than what's currently on the market. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You have to be able to have solutions based on the needs of your audience. And you'll never know that unless you do your market research. And I'm not saying just join a bunch of Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups. I'm saying have real conversations with people you would love to work with or, or current or past clients and just ask them, what do you need? Why do you need it? Why is this important to you? What are other alternatives have you sought out to solve your problem? What are you seeing in the market that you don't like about? What do you love that's currently in the market that you love about? Ask those questions and please offer someone compensation for their time. It could be as little as a $5 Starbucks gift card or a or, or $20 Apple card. I don't know. You have to devise based on the length of the survey how much you want to give us compensation but I would highly encourage you if you want want some reviews and honest feedback it is well worth your energy to compensate them with a little token of your appreciation because I see so many people and that's why I've had so many people come and say oh Denise I've actually had people ask um, I've asked people so many times to give their feedback whatever and they don't give me feedback and I say well do you offer some kind of compensation and they just look at me blank faced (laughs) They just look at you blank face for, for good reason because, again, people are busy. People have things to do. They're not on your beck and call. Give them a reason to take moments out of their time and fill out your form or listen to you. I remember, I'll never forget, this was a few years ago, where a major appliance company asked me to give some detailed feedback on an appliance. And they 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 compensated me uh for my time. And I realized because of the depth of the questions they asked. In fact, they even asked me to show the video of me using this particular uh, appliance in action. And give my opinions about how I use it. That they really wanted my opinion as an end user about how effective their product was in my home. And I want you to understand that. If you really want to grow in your business or grow your business, then it's going to require you taking some time out of your schedule periodically and make these inquiries and really understand on the ground level what the needs are. Now, let's review everything that we've talked about. Number one educate not sell make it all about them not you okay if you are feeling stressed about making those monies then you perhaps you need to ask yourself whether or not this is the career for you or perhaps you need to seriously reevaluate is this something that you want to do if you're feeling constantly stressed out number two make it easy for your ideal audience to understand look at your website think about how you speak think about what you offer is it simple Clear, forward, straight language that people can just take off and run with it, meaning that they understand exactly what you're saying. And lastly, offer specific solutions for specific people. I gave the illustration of Island A and Island B. How are you going to help them go from Island A to Island B? And there's a lot of ways to do it depending on their needs and their preferences. Again, I talk a lot more in depth in my course, Sales Superstar, about how to work this process but I'm hoping this is a great start this is a great overview to get you in the right direction well that is it thank you so much for listening I hope that you enjoyed our time with one another let me know again send me a message hello at lee.com if you have any questions or concerns well that is it thank you so much for listening take care and be awesome